Today on Podcast by the Bay, we're covering the Housing Leadership Day, an event sponsored by the Housing Leadership Council of San Mateo. Our mission is to work with communities and their leaders to create and preserve affordable housing. And we know what we need to make more affordable housing in San Mateo County. We need land, money, and political will. Discussing many of the projects and the solutions that are happening right now here on the peninsula. We have been pushing Caltrain to prioritize housing on the land that they own. Um, we have been you know, lobbying the Board of Supervisors for uh, allocating more money every year to affordable housing. And then when uh, projects are up for um, debate at city councils and planning commissions, we show up. We have our residents who live in the community um, show up and say this is a good idea. All coming up on today's episode of Podcast by the Bay. Stay tuned. Podcast by the Bay is a production of Bay City Communications and is sponsored by Liberty Realty. Liberty Realty, serving the peninsula and surrounding areas since 1986 for all your real estate needs www.liberty-realtyinvestments.com and also Highway Soul Productions, www.highwaysoul.com. And now, another podcast by the Bay. Okay, welcome to Podcast by the Bay. This is Andre, and we thank you for being with us. We thank you for downloading this episode, and we thank you for spreading the word to all your friends out in podcast land. We definitely appreciate it. And so today, we're going to cover the Housing Leadership Day, which is organized by the Housing Leadership Council of San Mateo, and it really brings together many different components of what's happening here on the housing issues and really some of the ideas and solutions which are happening here in the Bay Area and really on the peninsula. So it's a really wonderful opportunity to network, to really hear the ideas of what's happening and really see what the future is for housing and really where we need to go. And we got to speak with some wonderful participants at the Housing Leadership Day, including uh, Supervisor Don Horsley of San Mateo, right, the supervisor here, um, we also got to speak with one of the organizers from the Housing Leadership Council, and that's Leora Tanwatko-Ross, who we definitely appreciate her time and insight and really giving us some background on the conference and really what was happening in the day. We also got to speak with a couple of the Facebook representatives. And as you're aware, Facebook just provided $1 billion into the housing issue. So this is a big topic. We got to speak with Facebook and really get their insight on their perspective on what they're looking to do. And so I think that was a great opportunity. And finally, we also got to speak with a couple of local representatives. We, we ran into Evan Adams from Foster City. He's a Foster City Planning Commissioner. And also Charles Stone, who's one of the Belmont City Council. So we got to speak with various people, get their perspective. It was a great day. We got to meet with a lot of insight and hear about all kind of different ideas. And so, yeah. So with that, I think we're going to go ahead and get to the coverage of the Housing Leadership Day, sponsored and organized by the Housing Leadership Council of San Mateo. And if you have any questions, you have any feedback, please reach out to us at podcastbythebay at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. At Podcast by the Bay is our handle. 
or on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast by the bay. And remember, you can listen to any of our podcast episodes 24 hours a day on any podcast site or on our website, www.podcastbythebay.com. So with that, signing off, this is Andre, and we're going to start the coverage with the San Mateo supervisor, Don Horsley. Stay tuned. Well, we're at the uh, Housing Leadership Conference Day, October 25th, and I have the honor of talking to Supervisor Don Horsley. Don, give us some your opinion on what so far has happened at this Housing Leadership Conference. Well, you know, one of the things that we, start, we talk about is that uh, to build housing in San Mateo County, in fact, any place in the Bay Area really takes political will, money, and land. And we have been working on all those uh, three things all at the exact same time. We have this uh, project we call Home for All. We've engaged with people who are representing renters and people who represent the uh, landholders. And we've been able to put together city council. So I think we've really changed the dynamics that there is the political will to build more housing. And we do have money now. We have an affordable housing fund that we passed with a measure called Measure K. So far we put about 127 million dollars into housing in San Mateo County. So we can talk about, we've made a lot of progress, especially in North Road, looked at Sister Christiane and St. Francis Center. Uh, we do watch buildings when they come to the market and see if there's an opportunity for us to find a, somebody like Siena Center, like Sister Christiane, uh, or other nonprofits to be able to buy those buildings, take them, keep them kind of in a, you know, for low-income folks, we don't want them to be turned over to the high end. And what happens is they basically do a little bit of work on a paint and maybe do some minor remodeling, and then they double the rent. Well, we, we had an opportunity to interview Maya in one of Facebook, and as you know, Facebook is giving uh, the county a billion dollars in affordable well, housing. What, what well, is that going to do? Well, expense. They're not really giving the county. It's actually the Bay Area. And we're, you know, we're, like the, we're kind of waiting to see, is that money that actually goes out and never goes back to Facebook, or is this money that they expect to have a return on? So oftentimes what happens with that, with uh, money like that, is they'll, 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 they'll grant for short periods of time, and then we'll see what happens. So I'm, I'm not really sure. I don't know the details of it. I'm glad that they're stepping up. I think that corporate relations like... Uh, Facebook and other corporations have a responsibility, a corporate responsibility. You know, it's wonderful that they're here. It's wonderful that they pay, they pay pretty good salaries. They give opportunities to lots of folks. But at the same time, those people who are making a lot more than our service workers uh, cause, you know, they basically cause that it's not their fault, but what happens is that rents and housing, that's a commodity. And the more the demand, the more the cost goes up. And so we've seen housing prices in San Mateo County dramatically rise. We've seen rents dramatically rise. And what happens is our, our community of long-term residents find themselves being displaced. Well, this this comes to a key pivotal point about workforce housing. I know you've been an advocate of workforce housing in San Mateo County, especially for the employees that work in San Mateo County. If I'm not mistaken, over 50% of the people do not live in San Mateo County that work for the county. So how can we do a better job delivering workforce housing? Is, should that be part of the equation? Well, that's exactly what we do. All of our money go, that goes out, the $127 million, the $27 million that we're putting out this year, is all for workforce housing. And it's not necessarily, it's not for our employees. We can't really, you know, the taxpayers, uh, 
it's really not our responsibility. Uh, it's not really fair that the taxpayer would be funding affordable housing for county employees. So we, it's really for people who are service workers, no matter who they work for. Whether they could work, they could work for Facebook for all for that benefit. Even Facebook have people who do things like you know, service work there that don't aren't necessarily engineers. So that money goes to provide workforce housing in San Mateo County. Give an example, there's over 350,000 jobs in San Mateo County. 60% of those jobs are filled by people who live someplace else. So that means all those people are community in the San Mateo County in the daytime, maybe nighttime as well, and in a community out. So the more housing that we can have for people who work here, then the fewer people we have on the freeways clogging up freeway. So it's uh, housing is not not only good for the them, it's also good for our, our traffic problem. And the other is that you know you think of it if you were a teacher and you had to be on the road for a couple hours a day, you don't have the psychic energy to actually provide the best instruction for your kids. So we want to make sure we want to get housing for those people who provide vital services for all of them. Well, I'm excited about the government is starting to work with Facebook, Google, and Apple. And, and you're, like you said, there's a lot of strings attached. We need to work harder to get that workforce housing represented. That's right. Don, I want to thank you on behalf of Podcast thank by you. Debate. Thanks for thank taking you. your time and thanks for serving. Okay. Well, thanks to Don Horsley for speaking with Podcast by the Bay. We definitely appreciate your time. And so next up, we actually have a special treat. We actually spoke with two Facebook representatives at the Housing Leadership Day and, the, and really get their perspective about the $1 billion that Facebook is actually going to be donating for the housing issues. So with that, we're going to go ahead and speak with Juan Salazar and Maya Perkins of Facebook. Here we go. Well, this is Patrick. I'm outside of the Housing Leading Council here, and we've got two representatives of Facebook. And who do I have here first? So Juan Salazar, Director of Local Policy and Community Engagement. Okay, can you tell us what you do on um, with Facebook right now? Sure, sure. So one of the big initiatives that we have is uh, around supporting housing in locations where we have our physical presence. Uh, so we've been a long-term uh, resident, I guess you would say, of San Mateo County now since 2012. Uh, and we have a strong commitment uh, around affordable housing, especially around building partnerships. Uh, we, we have a mission as a company to uh, give people the power to build community, and as much as we do it on a platform, it's important for us to do it in the physical form too, right? And I think one of the things that we know is of need right now in the local community is uh, the need for housing. Uh, we've supported HLC and uh, Housing Leadership Day for the last few years now. We think it's a great venue just in regards to the sharing of ideas and really being able to bring people together and hopefully build partnerships around, around this important work. We want to congratulate Facebook for their recent billion-dollar donation to housing, and I know that that's going to make a dent in the community. Could you tell our listeners out there, um, do you cover San Mateo County, Santa Clara County, or what areas in particular are you guys focusing on with that billion dollars? Sure. So I, I think that the focus around a lot of our commitment around the billion dollars is around the Bay Area. So um, part of it will be funding projects, uh, whether it's in San, San Mateo County, Santa Clara County. As we know, housing is a regional issue. So as much as like, there's a need for housing in our county here, there's also a need for us to build uh, housing in other parts of, of, of the uh, the region, and in addition to that, also the state. Right? So. One of the leading things that we're noticing in San Mateo and Santa Clara County, and it's not about Facebook and it's not about Google, is they're building high-end rental housing. We're not building housing for people to purchase. Do you think that we should be start talking about that? So I think 
housing for all is, is, is one of the main mantras that you actually have coming out of Housing Leadership Day and actually uh, Housing Leadership Council. Um, I think part of it is that that is part of the conversation too. Um, at, at this point, we're at a huge deficit just in regards to just housing in general. Um, so we hope that the, the work that we've been doing is really being able to push the, the needle on that. Now, some of the people out there in my audience, I know uh, Google went ahead and said that they were going to offer a billion dollars, but there were strings attached. And the strings attached, I think, is they had some projects of housing that they wanted to see develop. Is there any strings attached with this Facebook money? Well, I, I think the way you, you probably think about the, the Google investment is that they're making it as part of like their land, so the value of their land. I think for us, we're thinking a bit more broadly um, in terms of working with housing developers to actually be able to actually um, uh, provide what is regarded as got financing, right? So as they're trying to bring projects together, being able to bring in that financing that's going to help them actually close projects that are hard to fund, especially around like middle income and uh, what we call essential worker housing, so your police officers, your teachers, and so forth. So for us, it's actually bringing real dollars into the equation to actually uh, build a lot of this housing. We're excited to see the partnership with Facebook and working with local government and local agencies. Um, do you own or do you rent yourself? So I am a renter. Uh, so I've been a renter now for actually the, since my all my adult life, right? Uh, hopefully soon I'll become a homeowner, but uh, I am currently a renter. Well, congratulations on that. Now you have one of your Facebook business partners here, and who's who, who's right next to you? Yes, so uh, Maya Perkins, who is uh, our manager of strategic initiatives at Facebook. Wow, that's a big title, Maya. Can you welcome to podcast by the bag? Thank you. Can you tell us what you do for Facebook strategically? I guess that's the proper adjective. Yes, exactly. So strategically, I work on projects that bring together community members, um, our our business, um, government. Uh, faith leaders, uh, basically things that are at the intersection of what all of us care about. And, and so um, that, that is the, the place of my work. That means I work on different things at different times. And so since I've been at Facebook, I've worked on housing, I've worked with youth, I've worked in economic opportunity, um, on the oversight board, so so basically where Facebook internally meets um, the the world, um, and and that's been that's been what my work has been focused on. Well, I want to congratulate you. She's got a beautiful smile here. She she did a really good introduction speech. And where did you grow up? I grew up in East Palo Alto, which is very close to Facebook's headquarters. Um, and it is where uh, most of my family still lives. And I live about a mile away. Well, I want to congratulate both of you by podcast by the Bay. I want you to continue on on that housing journey. We want to see more affordable housing. We want to see housing for home ownership, too. And I want to thank Facebook and both of you for representing Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, we definitely appreciate speaking with Facebook representatives Juan Salazar and Maya Perkins here on Podcast by the Bay. And so we're going to continue our coverage and we're going to speak with Leora Tanwako Ross of the Housing Leadership Council. And she's one of the organizers and she's going to give us a little background about the Housing Leadership Day. And you also might know Leora. She's actually the president of the Peninsula Democratic Coalition. And so she actually does have a lot of perspective about the housing issues and many of the other issues here on the peninsula. And so we definitely appreciate her time and for speaking with Podcasts by the Bay. So here we go, Leora. 
Welcome. I want to congratulate you on a so far a pretty darn successful housing leadership 19th annual um, event. Uh, we're almost in three hours into it. What has happened so far with this event? So everyone understands they're sponsoring this event. They're making sure that this event happens. So tell us a little bit uh, of what the success is so far the, this morning have been. Um, well, we heard from our president, Andrea Osgood. She's with Eden Housing um, to talk about our philosophy at HLC. I think that it's a... Uh, it's sort of uh, unique what we do. We we both advocate for renter protections and increased supply, and you know, in some areas, those two groups aren't housed under one organization. But that's what we do here at San Mateo County, um, at the at the Housing Leadership Council here. Um, we heard from uh, Don Horsley, Supervisor Don Horsley. Um, listening to him talk about how much the county has done. They have been incredible leaders in uh, making sure we have money, Measure K money mostly, for affordable housing, which is a huge part of the puzzle of putting together affordable homes. Um, and then we heard from three housing advocates, all of them millennials, uh, all of them really vocal in their communities, trying to like help people understand the changes that we need to make in our communities um, so that people can can afford to live here in an easier way. Um, so that's that's what we've been up to so far. And uh, right now the first round of workshops is going on. Well, we're excited to see that Facebook is here, uh, some of the lending institution. You have Cora here. You have Hart. We at uh, Podcast by the Bay had an opportunity to interview people on Hart. Why don't you tell them Hart, what is Hart providing for in the community? I think it's helping assistance with down payments. So exactly. there's quite a few. Yeah, so Hart um, helps first-time home buyers afford a house in San Mateo County, which um, is something that I think a lot of people need. Um, and, and they also do other financing work for teacher housing and things like that. So they've been around for as long as HLC has been around, about 20 years, um, and they do excellent work. Well, we're excited as a 40-year realtor. I'm also noticing one of the dilemmas on the housing situation. We're building high-end rentals. We're not building housing for sale. Is there been any discussion today with any of the groups on how can we build affordable housing? I know we have different seminars out there on how to bring the cost down either through tax credits or subsidy from Apple, Google, Facebook. What do you think we can do? So, you know, our... Our mission is to work with communities and their leaders to create and preserve affordable housing. And we know what we need to make more affordable housing in San Mateo County. We need land, money, and political will. So we have been pushing Caltrain to prioritize housing on the land that they own. Um, we have been you know, lobbying the Board of Supervisors for uh, allocating more money every year to affordable housing. And then when uh, projects are up for um, debate at city councils and planning commissions, we show up. We have our residents who live in the community um, show up and say, this is a good idea. And um, to your point, um, there's a proposal called uh, Pacific Heights, sorry, Peninsula Heights in San Mateo, which is actually not too far from here, where we are right now, um, that has, you know, for sale townhomes 
um, and 10% affordable. Um, and that's going to be an excellent opportunity for home buyers. So um, we we endorse both, um, you know, for rent and for sale. Um, I think that there are a lot of economic reasons why developers are building rentals and not um, and not necessarily so many for sale homes. Um, and I, that has to do with the cost of land. You know, there's a lot of sort of like complication there. And um, you know, we just know that we want to have opportunities for people both for sale for rent, market rate, and below market rate, we need it all. Well, you know, besides the housing, one of the biggest crises is transportation on the peninsula. And you brought up earlier a really good point about building near the quarter transportation districts. Is there anybody talking about transportation today at this Housing Leadership Council? Because it seems that we have a disconnect um, with transportation not necessarily making it easy for people to get in and out of the Bay Area. A disconnect between housing and transportation? Yeah, because or? one of the things that we noticed right now is, is the hot button on the peninsula is not just housing, it's transportation. Um, so what we're trying to see is why aren't the SAM trams, the Caltrains, the BART working together? I, I've interviewed on podcasts by the Bay, most all of your assemblymen, okay. um, and we don't connect. And they all agree we need a transit district. What do you think? So uh, transportation is not my subject of expertise. Um, I would very much like to be able to get from my home to my work uh, without using my car. I do it most days because I walk a mile to the train and then I... Uh, can walk from the train to my work. Um, but I can't, for example, go get groceries without my car or go pick up my son from daycare without my car. Um, so I would like to have that option, whether it's the bus or, you know, I, I can bike a little bit. I'm fortunate enough to live in Palo Alto, so they have invested in their bike infrastructure and I can bike around without feeling like I might get hit by a car. Um, so that's really nice. Um, I am totally with you with making sure that all of the uh, agencies coordinate with each other. I've missed the Caltrain because the BART has been a couple of minutes late. Um, and um, if you know who should work on that or who's working on that, I am all in. I would be happy to help. You know, uh, Senator Weiner had a bill, Senate, Senate Bill uh, 50, and it went kind of to defeat it. It had some key things in there that the some of the cities disliked and some of the things the city. What do you think, do you think we need another bill coming through the Senate to kind of take the uh, stick or carrot approach with local cities? Or do you think local cities are finally stepping up? I think we need something from the state. Uh, HLC endorsed SB 50 last year, um, and I'm not sure what sort of changes they're going to make this year to the bill, but um, we have to then evaluate whether or not we'll endorse it, um, given what changes. But um, we, we absolutely support um, more input from the state in terms of land use decisions. Well, we're glad to hear that you mentioned earlier a few minutes ago about this, the uh, state and county. If, if I'm not mistaken, the governor's established around at least 1,000 properties in the state of California, whether they're in the unincorporated areas or the counties, that could be corridor transportation or could be affordable housing. So let's keep up the fight on that. Absolutely, yeah. What do you think we should try to accomplish out of this, this, uh, this day here on our 19th Annual Housing Leadership Council? What would you like to see happen? Um, I would like to talk to people that I, that I would rather be emailing. 
and having face-to-face conversations with them um, because if I weren't here, I would probably just be emailing them and it's really nice to see them, say hello, and, and talk about all the stuff that we're doing. We want to congratulate you, Lenora, because you did an excellent job. This is a lot of young people out here and also people of different ages and different cultures and different backgrounds. Congratulations for putting on this program, and we hope to see some more positive results. And maybe next year we're going to report we have another fifty or 60,000 units that were built on the peninsula. Maybe that's okay, my yes. ambitious Let's goal. Let's do that. All yeah. right. Thanks again from Thank Podcast you. by the Bay. Finally, Patrick heads out onto the floor and speaks with some of the participants, including one of the Floster City Planning Commissioners, Evan Adams, and also Charles Stone, one of the Belmont City Council, as well as many other participants. Well, it is Friday morning. I'm up at the College of San Mateo, and it is Building 10. This is the uh, 19th Annual Housing Leadership, October 25th, College of San Mateo. Uh, We've got people from the uh, Carpenters Union. We've got people from Hip Housing. We've got Save the Bay. Hip Housing's here. Um, So maybe we're going to walk around and talk to a few people. Evan, we want a few words. Evan's on the Planning Commission in Foster City. Foster City is one of the only cities that makes sure they have at least 20% affordable housing. What can we do to make housing better, Evan? We can build more of it, uh, inclusionary housing, and improve transportation around the Bay Area so people that live in housing can get to their jobs without clogging up. How is Foster City dealing with that new law on the books on the secondary dwelling housing? I know it's up before the Planning Commission. They're trying to make it work. Are they going to do a good job at it? Which law? Well, there's a law in the books that says you have to have secondary housing. Some of the cities have been a little bit restrictive with their with their uh, ordinances. So is Foster City going to be, be step up to the plate and make it a little bit easier? Are you easy? talking about the new ADU law? Yes. Okay. We have it. It hasn't come before us yet um, and how we're going to treat it. But I'm sure it's a policy and policy, you know, how we treat those sort of things comes from city council, not the planning commission. We might interpret what the city council tells us to do. But it starts with the election. Evans, people. well said. Well said. We appreciate that. And thanks for uh, coming out here to, from Foster City. And uh, as a planning commissioner, we appreciate your, your work. Thanks, Patrick. I hope to see you maybe running for city council soon. Thanks, Evan. See ya. All right. We're just kind of walking around to see who we can. Uh oh, we've got, we've got Charles Stone. Now, now to meet him. Charles Stone is on Belmont Council, but he's also all over the Daily Journal. If you're looking at somebody that's, that's concerned about housing, Charles is it. Charles, tell us what's happening in Belmont. Uh, well, most recently, Patrick, I'm pretty excited. Just this week, we finally got approval on the Firehouse Square project. That's an apartment complex that's four and three stories. It's going to be 100% low and lower than low income housing. I mean, 15 market rate uh, houses at the end of what is now vacant, lighted, former redevelopment aid to see land, and the former Ross Light on the site on El Camino. So it's a, it's a, it's a banner week for both. Well, I want to congratulate you. I saw your picture in the paper, front page, affordable housing. Now, Charles, I know that you think affordable housing is a must in the Bay Area. What do you think we can do, especially now with that state law and secondary housing dwelling? How's Belmont dealing with it? Uh, well, you know, we actually were one of the first cities to move towards liberalizing our ADU standards in 2014 and 15. We had some pushback from the community, 
Um, but we love it. We think it's great. And we've seen a huge spike in EU applications over the last few years. That means that growing families, whether they're growing because of an unexpected child is coming, or because a boomerang child is returning, or because grandma and grandpa need a place to live and are doing so great, can actually accommodate that growth now, which is fantastic. So we're big fans of that kind of stuff in Belmont, but we also need to make sure that uh, the state is somewhat respectful of our local control. What I'd like to see is more carrots and more sticks to come out if we do or don't hit our winning numbers, rather than kind of this heavy-handed SB50 approach, which I think went a little too far. Thanks, Charles. Appreciate it. Enjoy this. We're walking around here. There's still people mingling. This is kind of like happy hour, breakfast hour. Um, and right now, these are just the movers and shakers that are coming from the peninsula. Housing Choices. I'm Patrick with Podcast by the Bay. Could you tell us what this is, is all about? What do you oh, do? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Housing Choices. We help out Uh, 20 years it's called housing choices so did I hear you correctly you're, you're trying to get housing for people with disabilities yes well I you know I'm a I teach people with disabilities at the Sequoia High School district especially especially well congratulations and how are you funded okay Golden Gate Regional Center one of my friends is on that mark okay um, we also have the Carpenters Union here, and obviously, you know, we have an influx or a, a shortage of labor, carpenters meaning plumbers, electricians, and stuff like that. Let's see who else we can see here that's out there. Uh, looks like everybody has an opportunity to have some, uh, say, looks like we've got a speaker over here. Maybe I'm going to be able to interrupt. There's Don Horsley over there. And let's see who else I can see here. Again, we've got a heart, San Mateo County. I'm, I have an opportunity. Hi, Boris. This is Patrick with Podcast by the Bay. I did interview some uh, part of your group with Hart. Can you tell the people on Podcast by the Bay what does Hart do? Hart is a local housing trust, and uh, one of the things we do is Well, you have to understand, most of the cities have handed a lot of their money over to Hart. Hart's doing a great job out there. How much money do you think Hart has right in hand to, to help people in San Mateo County? We share welfare. We been committed. We just actually provided a loan of three and a half million dollars. Uh, to Rome for an 100% affordable housing development in Redwood City. Well, Hart's first time homebuyer program is a down payment assistance in San Mateo County. The Housing Endowment and Regional Trust, the heart of San Mateo County, in the partnership with Merrill West Mortgage, has created a unique loan program to help qualify and moderate income families to buy a home in San Mateo County. First time homebuyers earning less than 170000 who live and work in San Mateo County. We want our employees, our teachers, and the police and fire and entry-level workers to be able to live here. Thank you very much, Boris. Okay, who do we have over here? Affordable Housing Wage. I'm Patrick with Podcast by the Bay, the, the biggest podcast in the peninsula here. Can you tell us what your program is offering uh, the people in San Mateo County? Yeah, so we're the Council of Community Housing Organizations. We um, serve mostly in San Francisco, but we do a lot of cross-collaboration with equity advocates in the Bay Area, including San Mateo. 
Well, if you take a look at their outline, they work with developers, they work with the public, they work with city agencies, they handle financing, they, they're, they're doing a lot. We will teach our children housing, the Bay Area's foundation, well, it's called the Council of Community Housing Organization. We appreciate you guys being here. I'm from the San Mateo County. I went to the College of San Mateo, so I know how important it is to have a housing. Are you volunteers or are you paid staff? So um, we are paid staff with the county. All right, thanks again for coming to the housing thing here. Thanks for listening to this episode of Podcast by the Bay. You can contact us by email at podcastbythebay at gmail.com. Podcast by the Bay is a production of Bay City Communications and is sponsored by Liberty Realty. Liberty Realty, serving the peninsula and surrounding areas since 1986 for all your real estate needs www.liberty-realtyinvestments.com and also Highway Soul Productions www.highwaysoul.com You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast by the Bay as our handle or on Facebook facebook.com slash podcast by the Bay and remember you can listen to any of our episodes anytime on any podcast site until next time stay tuned